Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys my running back rankings for fantasy football in 2020. Now, this video is going to be only my top six running backs because I really want to go deep and dive all over these running backs, go into some stats that you guys have never even thought about, and talk deeply on each guy. I figured if I did a top 12 in this video, it would be way too long, and I like to keep these videos not super long for you guys, so you guys can watch the whole thing. Now, before we get into it, I'd like to ask if you guys do end up at any point enjoying this video to please click that subscribe button down below. My goal for June is to hit 5,000 subscribers. We just recently hit 4,000 subscribers. I really want to thank you guys so much. I really do appreciate it. In this video, like I said, we're doing top six running back rankings for fantasy football in 2020 my twitter is on the screen right now as well so let's get right into the video so the first guy to talk about here is run cmc christian mccaffrey now christian mccaffrey is quite the big boy 5'11 202 pounds but he is nowhere near the biggest out of anyone on this top six list his adp right now he's the number one player going off the board in fantasy football obviously these are his workout metrics from college but that was a couple of years ago so i don't think that that's super notable for Christian McCaffrey. So let's get right into his stats from last season. Last year, Christian McCaffrey was running back number one, and that's why he's my number one guy yet again. Now, that's not necessarily why, actually, because on most years' basis, the running back one that was the running back one the year before is typically never the running back one for the next season. It just typically does not happen since fantasy football is so volatile. If one of these guys ends up getting hurt, another guy can elevate far past that other guy. So Christian McCaffrey last year, running back one, like I said, 471.2 PPR points, which sounds sounds like a lot, but it sounds even more like a lot when you figure out that that's 29.4 PPR points per game in 16 games. Christian McCaffrey had 19 total touchdowns last year, first amongst running backs, 287 carries for 1,387 rushing yards, 86 rushing yards per game, third amongst running backs. So he was number three in running backs getting carries, or for yards, I should say, but then he was also number one in running backs for receptions, targets, and overall, 116 receptions, 7.2 per game, 142 targets, 8.9 per game, 1,005 receiving yards, first amongst running backs, and that was top 10 in the wide receiver. If he was just a wide receiver, he would have been top 10. If he was just a running back, he also would have been top 10. This guy is a goddamn beast. He's a running back and a wide receiver compared into one. Now, some other things to bring up about Christian McCaffrey, which is why I like him in 2019. So pretty much nothing really changed around him. Well, obviously it did because they got a new coach, new OC. All of these things are new. But it doesn't really fucking matter if it's new or not for Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey was able to do it when the quarterback was Cam Newton, when Cam Newton pretty much had one leg. When it was Kyle Allen. You want to know where Kyle Allen is right now? He's the backup for Riverboat Ron's Washington Redskins. Riverboat Ron, speaking of him, he ends up leaving. They bring in Matt Rule. Joe Brady's coming in here. Joe Brady legitimately groomed CEH into the running back that he became last year. Christian McCaffrey's obviously already good, so there's no need to worry about that. The quarterback play, Teddy Bridgewater, he has to be better than Kyle Allen. He's probably better than Cam Newton as well, so that's a boost for him. The defense on the Carolina Panthers is as garbage as it gets. They're a sieve. They're going to let everything go by it, which is great because you know what you have to do when you're down in games? You throw the goddamn ball. And Christian McCaffrey, you might think, oh, because he's running back, that's not very good. Obviously not, because if you know fucking Christian McCaffrey, this guy's going to catch a zillion balls every single game. He plays in a division with the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Three teams where there's going to be very, very, very high likely chance of those games being a shootout, which is even better 
for Christian McCaffrey. Now, looking into some other Christian McCaffrey stats, we can see last year his fantasy points every single game. I know it was 29.7, I believe, PPR points per game, but it's just crazy because he only had one game below 10 points. Had he have scored just 7.4, 7.5, 7.6 points, he would have had 30 PPR points per game. Christian McCaffrey is the definition of a goddamn league winner. He legitimately is set it and forget it. You will never take Christian McCaffrey out of your lineup. I understand the Tampa Bay Buccaneers locked him up for seven points, but I highly doubt that that happens again. 42 points, 7 points, 27, 33, 47, 21. I'm not going to read them all off, but this guy is a goddamn beast. You can see it on the screen. If you want to read it all, you can go ahead and pause it, but Christian McCaffrey is going to tear it up yet again in 2020. Like I said, it doesn't even matter who the offense is around him, who the coaching is. All we know is he is going to get the ball. The coaching will go out and say, they probably are going to go out and say again, oh, we're not going to give the ball to Christian McCaffrey as much, and they're just fucking lying straight to your face because Christian McCaffrey is going to get the ball a zillion times yet again, just like he did in 2019 in 2020. Now we are going on to the second running back of the video, and that is running back Saquon Barkley of the New York Football Giants. So let me know down below in the comments what you guys believe should be the number one overall running back. Is it Saquon? Is it CMC? Or is it actually someone else? And let me just know your top six running backs right now before you get to learn about all of mine. So obviously Saquon Barkley, New York Football Giants. This guy is huge as fuck. He is. People call him Saquon because that guy has the quads that Mr. Johnny Drama would have won to have six foot tall, 233 pounds. This guy is a goddamn beast. If you're looking at his stats, this shit will make you orgasm. Considering he only played in 13 games, he missed three games, top 10 running back. And he missed three games when he got hurt with an injury that could have put the guy out for a month or more, but he came back in three weeks. 244.1 PPR points in 2019. 18.8 PPR points per game in 13 games. Like I said, eight total touchdowns, 12th amongst running backs. He had two 217 carries for 1,003 rushing yards, 77.2 per game, 15th amongst running backs, 52 receptions, 4.0 per game, 11th amongst running backs on 73 targets, 5.6 per game, 8th amongst running backs, 438 receiving yards, 300, not 300, 33.7 per game, number 11th in the NFL. So this guy, just like Christian McCaffrey, he's the Swiss Army knife. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. He can do it all. He can even pass the ball. I believe he threw a touchdown to Odell Beckham a couple of years ago, so you got those bonus points for that. Obviously, Saquon Barkley, to me, is clearly the number two guy because I just feel Christian McCaffrey is just as safe as it gets. The guy's got to easily get 1,000 rushes, easily 1,000 receiving yards, 1,000 rushing yards, 1,000 receiving yards. He can easily do it. Saquon Barkley could easily have the better season if the New York Giants look like a better team, and I think they will. There's going to be conversation, oh my god, Daniel Jones doesn't dump off the ball as much as Eli Manning. How can you even have him at number two? Are you fucking dense, you idiot? That's what people are going to be thinking. Don't believe that. Daniel Jones is going to dump the ball off to Saquon Barkley. They have a whole new coaching regime there. Joe Judge, Jason Garrett, the clapper man, is there as well. I think that Saquon Barkley looks great this season in the New York Football Giants uniform. Now, looking at some other stats I found to be very interesting is these are formation-specific stats. Average defenders in the box is what I mostly wanted to talk about as well as another stat. So the average defenders in the box is 6.8, which is 14th most at the running back position. So maybe when Daniel Jones looks better, when we the defense anticipates Daniel Jones might actually be able to throw the ball, then that will go away. And then his goal line 
carries were extremely low. I think this is going to go up as well. He only had five goal line carries, 0.4 per game, 29th in the NFL. I really think that that number is on the rise, so I think that's also going to help my man Saquon Barkley potentially become the number one guy, even though I feel so locked in on Saquon Barkley, on CMC, I should say. But at the end of the day, these two are in the top tier Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey 1, Saquon 2, but they're both in the same tier, the best tier of running backs in fantasy football. The next guy here is Ezekiel goddamn Elliott, 6 feet tall, 225 pounds. Now, Ezekiel Elliott last year absolutely tore it up. After there was a lot of naysayers saying, oh, draft Alvin Kamara over him, draft this guy over him, and Ezekiel Elliott went out there and balled out. 311.7 PPR points in 2019, 19.5 PPR points per game in 16 games. He doesn't really have any injury problems. Now, he does have some off-the-field problems where he's done some shit that's stupid, but he hasn't done any of that recently. 14 total touchdowns, fifth amongst running backs, 301 carries for 1,357 rushing yards, 84.8 per game, fourth amongst running backs, 54 receptions, 3.4 per game, ninth in the NFL on 72 targets, 4.5 per game, second in the NFL on 420 receiving yards, 26.2 per game, 12th amongst the NFL. So what did Ezekiel Elliott do the last couple of years that he couldn't do originally? At the beginning of his career, he could not catch a pass to save his life. He looked like Derrick Henry. The ball would come to him and go, I don't know how to catch it, and it fucking smacks him in the face or something. Or it's like one of those memes where the ball gets thrown to him and it gets stuck in their fucking face mask, and you look like a goddamn idiot. Ezekiel Elliott worked on that, and he looked much better last year catching the ball. I think he's going to be getting a similar amount of targets this year, even though there's going to be the naysayers talking about, oh, the run-pass splits with Mike McCarthy. That is what I'm going to talk about next with Mike McCarthy. The 2018 Packers were a 60-pass, 40% run team. In 2019, the Cowboys' pass-run split was 58% to 42% pass to run. So even though you might think, oh, it's so much more run-heavy, it's really not. 2% difference is not all that much, but, but, but Kellen Moore seems like he's going to be calling the offensive plays for the Dallas Cowboys, and last year he was the one who was dialing up all these RPOs that was making this offense absolutely hum. 2019 Cowboys rush attempts per game for the running backs, 24. 2018 Packers rush attempts per game for running backs was 22. So even if he loses two carries a game, I would not be worried at all. I think Ezekiel Elliott is a very talented player, and with the additions they made in the offseason, They go ahead and bring in another wide receiver in C.D. Lamb. So C.D. Lamb, they're going to be even more scared. Their fucking pass attack is amazing. Their rush attack is amazing. I think Ezekiel Elliott is going to have a great season yet again in 2020. That's why I have him as my number three overall ranked running back. Let me know what you guys think about Ezekiel Elliott down below in the comments. And while you're down there, please click that subscribe button down below. Ezekiel Elliott is also in my top tier of running backs. Now, the fourth guy, I'm kind of debating whether or not I think he is in the first tier of running backs or if he belongs in the second year, second tier, I should say, with the other guys. At number four, we have Alvin Kamara, running back of the New Orleans Saints, 5'10", 214 pounds. This guy is a goddamn beast. Now, something I wanted to show about Alvin Kamara is the fact that last year was his worst year in the NFL. I guess his rookie year, he wasn't really the best fantasy running back because he kind of caught in a bit later into the season. But running back number nine last season. Running back number nine, to me, is Alvin Kamara's floor. The floor's down here. The ceiling is up here. This guy's ceiling is running back fucking one. The New Orleans Saints, just like with Christian McCaffrey, have an offense that is going to be in a lot of games. There are going to be shootouts, and their defense is, while it's pretty good, these games are still going to be high scoring. Sean Payton draws up one goddamn game plan. You know what the game plan is? To get 
the ball to Alvin Kamara or Michael Thomas. That's his whole goal. It's either Drew Brees dumps it off to Alvin Kamara, he hands it to Alvin Kamara, or he throws it to Michael Thomas, and if Alvin Kamara is somehow hurt, it's give the ball to Latavius Murray. 248.52 PPR points last season, 17.8 PPR points per game, 14 games played last year, 6 total touchdowns, 26th amongst running backs, 171 carries for one, or 797 rushing yards, 56.6 per game, 22nd amongst running backs, 81 receptions, 5.8 per game, 3rd amongst running backs, on 97 targets, 6 Point nine per game. Very nice. Number five in the NFL, 533 receiving yards, 38.1 per game, fourth in the NFL. I really think that Alvin Kamara is going to have an amazing year yet again in fantasy football, and I think he's very safe because running back nine does not seem like something that's going to happen again, and even it, that's with him getting hurt. If he played 16 games, he'd probably be a top five running back. I think he's going to be great this season along with the New Orleans Saints. So now it is time to look at my number five guy, Joseph Mixon, running back of the Cincinnati. Natty Bengals. Now, something to note before we talk about Mr. Joe Mixon is his offensive line. The guy's offensive line last year was fucking awful. They happened to draft an offensive lineman, and the guy gets hurt. The guy just ends up getting hurt before the season even starts. Joe Mixon's beginning of the season looked like he was garbage, and then it eventually got better, which the stats I will show later. Joe Mixon, six foot one, 228 pounds. Now, looking at Joe Mixon's stats last year, running back number 13 is not very sexy, but the stats I show you after show how much better the guy got. And also, they fucking made a actual good move. Joe Mixon was doing it part, some games with Ryan Finley, other games with Andy Dalton. Now he gets Joe Burrow, the cigar-smoking man, the man who won the Heisman, the national championship, and might be one of the best college football players of all all time. 225.4 PPR points per game in 2019. 14 point PPR points per game. 16 games. 8 total tutties. 12th amongst running backs. 278 carries for 1,138 rushing yards. 71.1 per game. 8th amongst running backs. 35 receptions. 2.2 per game. On 45 targets. 2.8 per game. And 287 receiving yards. 17.9 per game. 24th in the NFL. So we just talked about his receiving stats, and those stats are never going to go up. I think they may go up slightly, but while Gio Bernard is still there, the coaching system is going to want to use him more for the passing game attack, but that does not really worry me. I think that Joe Mixon is going to have a very, very good year in 2020. Like I said, the offensive line is going to be better. The team as a whole should be better. They even added a wide receiver in T. Higgins in the second round of the draft, so I believe that Joe Mixon is just going to have a much better season with Joe Burrow at the helm. We obviously saw last year the Cincinnati Bengals looked like they were trying to lose every goddamn game they were in. They just were not in it at all. They benched Andy Dalton, so clearly they weren't trying to win because Andy Dalton legitimately just absolutely fucks Ryan Finley in the ass in comparison to how good they are. So I think Joe Mixon has a great season. So if we're looking back here, his stats were awful at the beginning of the season. It took really until week eight for him to really find his stride. So week one, three points, then five points, 17. So it started to look good, 10, 11, and then back down to the basement, five and then seven. But then he picked it up the whole rest of the season pretty much above. 10 to 15 points. So the guy's tail season is of two tails. The beginning where he's shit, the end where he's great. And I think games where he's great is going to be a lot more often this season when compared to last. I think that the Cincinnati Bengals team made enough moves for it to be good, and their defense is not that good. So they're going to be in a lot of situations, just like with some of these other running backs, where there's going to be high-scoring games where he's going to be looking to get the ball on the ground for them to ram it into the end zone. I think that Joe Mixon has another great season in the NFL, and this year he truly proves all the people wrong who fucking won't draft him because they burned him at the beginning of last season and you didn't make the 
playoffs because of him. This year, he is going to absolutely, you're going to hop on him like he's a horse and take him to the championship game. Yeehaw, Joe Mixon, the goddamn goat, going to take us there. Running back number five in the second tier of running backs. Now, the final running back of the video is big man Derrick Henry, the man who turned Earl Thomas around, made him do a 360, and made him block for him. The guy who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars franchise. He legitimately owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. He will run for 200 yards against these guys every single season. He will make them look like a poverty franchise, even though they already are. He just shows it off on Thursday night. That Thursday night game is the funniest shit to ever watch when you watch Derrick Henry. And the funniest thing to note about Derrick Henry is what he did the year before last year. is pretty much what Joe Mixon did, but Joe Mixon, he did a bit faster. Derrick Henry balled out for like four games, and everyone was off him. I was off him. I was like, this is fake news. This is fucking stupid. Why are you going to buy into that? Why are you going to play him? And then the guy took like four games. Then he was absolutely butt-fucking defenses. In the month of September, he's just not very good. But past week four, the guy is going to absolutely tear it up in fantasy football. 6'3", 247 fucking pounds. His best comparable is a character from a video game because you can't even compare him to any other humans. That's how fucking big this guy is. This guy is a absolute fucking animal hashtag freak athlete so looking into his stats running back number five in 2019 now there's going to be the naysayers that used to be me that were saying oh my god he, he's not going to be able to catch the ball so the ppr numbers aren't going to look as good it literally doesn't fucking matter this guy is going to get the ball last year we saw him legitimately get the ball like 30 times a fucking game down the stretch they were hammering it to him the guy threw a touchdown against the ravens and absolutely slayed the ravens he also owns the ravens 240 294 points six PPR points in 2019, 19.6 PPR points per game in 15 games, fourth in the NFL, 18 total tutties, third in the NFL, 303 carries for 1,539 rushing yards, 102.6 per game, number one in the NFL, the rushing yard, the rushing title leader, 18 receptions on 25 targets, so he ain't catching the ball worth shit. I know there's people fucking cranking the movement, cranking it, like, holy shit, Derrick Henry's gonna finally get targets this year. Ah, 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 that's what they're gonna think, and he is not gonna get fucking targets this year. I would bet my goddamn life on the fact that Derrick Henry catches nowhere near 40 balls or 40 receptions are even thrown his way. 206 receiving yards, so who gives a fuck about his receiving yards? That's just a bonus on top of the fact that this guy is going to eviscerate defenses. I legitimately would be scared shitless to tackle this guy in the cold. It seems like you hit him and you just bounce off the guy, you fly into another goddamn world. Derrick Henry is going to be a beast yet again. At number six, I almost put him at number five, but my love for Joe Mixon is way too strong, especially when I think Joe Mixon's passing game will up slightly, which is going to help him out a lot. I don't think it's going to up immensely like some people think. Now, looking at something that I found to be super duper interesting here is Derrick Henry's splits. This is in 2019. So, out of split is games with Marcus Mariota, and in split is games with Mr. Ryan Tannehill. So 11 games with Tannehill, four with Mr. Marcus Mariota. So when he's with Mariota, 13.62 PPR points per game. Whereas with Ryan Tannehill, it's up almost 10 points, 22.36 PPR points. Now his receptions, his receiving targets... And all that don't really fucking matter because his targets per game is going to be zero regardless of who the quarterback is. But his receiving yards went up. Not really notice- notable, though. But where we notice it is in the rushing attempts. Rushing attempts, 
20.36 with Tannehill versus 19 without Tannehill. 1.18 rushing touchdowns versus 0.75. And his rush yards go up over 30 fucking rush yards per game because the offense was looking so much better with Ryan Tannehill. Derrick Henry is on his fifth fucking year of the contract. They franchise tag this guy. They are going to run him into the goddamn dirt. It's going to be like Dig Dug down there. He's going to be digging around in the goddamn dirt because they might try to kill this guy with how many times they're going to give him the ball. They're not going to re-sign him. I don't think he's going to be on a whole new team next year. So for Dynasty, no bueno. But for redraft fantasy football, Derrick Henry is going to be a goddamn workhorse running back number six in fantasy football for 2020. So let me know down below in the comments if you guys ended up enjoying this video. Let me know what you guys thought down below and make sure to leave a comment saying something like McClunky in the comments and I'll go ahead and shout you guys out in the next video. Shout out to last video's commenters, Austin B, Al Pal, Leafs D Sucks, Underrated Soccer, Civil Threat, Justin McAllister, and Nor A. Sab. Thank you guys all very much. I really appreciate it. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure you have a great rest of your day. Please click that subscribe button. I really, really, really want to hit 5,000 fucking subscribers. I love you all, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Goodbye.